This is the Healthcare Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. No industry, including sick care, can be fixed from inside. For every one hour that they spend on patient care, they're spending up to two hours on EHR data entry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. And today we're discussing a word that might sound scary to some of you, but hopefully by the end of this, we'll change your mind. And that word is compliance. And joining me to talk about that today is Megan Nelson. She's the Senior Compliance and Privacy Officer for Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging. Megan, thank you so much for being here. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very happy to have this conversation with you today and hopefully put some minds at ease regarding compliance and that sort of thing. So, uh, Megan, why don't you just start off, just give us the background, give us the basics. Tell us a little bit more about what a compliance and privacy officer's job entails. Well, my title is the Senior Compliance and Privacy Officer for the Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging in Cleveland. And basically, my role is to develop and oversee all the policies, procedures, and processes that assure that our agency remains in compliance with federal state regulations and also that we're upholding our contractual obligations so we can continue to provide services for our clients who are all elderly, uh, many of them on Medicaid, uh, so that they can continue to live independently in the place that they want to call home. As part of this, I am the resident subject matter expert for all compliance and privacy-related issues. I am the HIPAA resource person for the agency, and I also work very closely with our legal counsel. So as compliance officer, it's my duty to investigate all reports that we receive of you know, potential non-compliant or unethical illegal behavior that we get through our phone hotline or our website reporting. I investigate all of those, and I uh, work to make sure that I maintain anonymity if the reporter chooses to remain anonymous and confidentiality as far as I can within those of the law. Right. I am also a supervisor. Um, I lead a team of three in-house auditors and auditing and monitoring is a huge part of what we do. So we analyze and present our audit results to the various um, clinical departments, leadership team, and we assist the, the clinical teams with developing action plans to fix any areas that we found to be deficient. I chair our compliance committee. Um, that meets quarterly. We conduct the annual risk assessment for the agency and develop the compliance plan. And I actually report directly to our board of trustees with a dotted line to our CEO. And that just helps to maintain that level of objectivity and independence so that I can carry out my work to the fullest extent. Absolutely. That sounds, uh, I mean, you have a lot of hats that you're wearing around there. I mean, <laughs> goodness gracious. I know. It's like I just spin them around. You know, I, my team laughs at me. I'm like, okay, time to spin the hat. Woo, here we go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I mean, juggling a lot of plates, keeping up with a lot of things. When, when it comes to, to regulations and, and things like that, do they change on a regular basis? And do you have to stay abreast of, oh, yeah. all, of all those types of changes to, to, to regulations? I'm guessing that that's a pretty regular occurrence. Was it Ben Franklin, I think? Yeah, <laughs> Ben Franklin. Very cool dude. That uh, he said the only constant is change. And that's absolutely true, especially in the compliance field. So yeah, I am a member of the Healthcare Compliance Association. So through them, I'm able to have access to a lot of publications and webinars, uh, conferences. And I also just got my certification in healthcare compliance. So there's a continuing ed requirement uh, to maintain that. Mm -hmm. It's an ever-changing world. And 
you know, especially as technology continues to evolve, it's like, wow, that's all well and good, but are we still protecting privacy? Are we still protecting Mm -hmm. data integrity, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. I would imagine that just with the way that the world has changed with information being shared in different ways, it's no longer, you know, just on pieces of paper. It's digital. It's exactly. um, Yeah, there's there's stuff that has to be updated there as things continue to move. And, you know, the technological world's not going to not going to stop evolving anytime soon. And so that's that's stuff that you have to stay on top of. So when people first find out about what you do and, you know, you're introduced (laughs) to people, what's the general perception of compliance that you you get from them how, how does that normally go well it doesn't really make for good cocktail party conversation <laughs> <laughs> it's like usually i mention what i do and they're like oh that's nice and immediately move away <laughs> um i actually like make a joke out of it I'm like i know i wore deodorant today i know i did <laughs> yeah people find it find out that i'm a compliance officer like oh you're the you're the police you're the lady that's out to get us and that could not be further from the truth. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. So in in the end, how do you kind of break down that barrier? Because you do have to work closely with people and develop relationships so that there is that trust there. So how do you work to how do you work to do that? How do you work to kind of build those relationships so people trust you as a vital member of the team? Yeah, building trust is definitely key. Um, and I draw a lot on my nursing background. Actually, I'm an RN by trade. I'm first and foremost an RN. Um, but I have found in my experience. Before I was a compliance officer, I was a hospital surveyor. I'm very used to walking into areas where there's that instant mistrust. You have to show that you know your stuff because obviously if you give people bad information, they're not going to trust you. Very important to have a collaborative team. Again, it goes back to my background as a nurse. You know, no matter how horrifying something sounds, looks, et cetera, you can't show it on your face. <laughs> sure, sure. No, that totally makes you sense. You have to Stay calm, cool, collected. Okay, I hear you. Thank you for telling me that. Here are my concerns about it, etc. But I always tell people that, you know, here at the agency, we all wear the same badge. I have just as much invested interest in making sure this agency continues to provide services as you do. And it's just a matter, too, of what was the, there was a book that came out several years ago, Everything I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. <laughs> And really, it boils down to basics. Just be approachable. Mm -hmm. Smile. Make an effort to learn people's names. Get out there and mix and mingle. I know um, it's very tempting in this role to just get behind your spreadsheet and all of a sudden, you know, three or four hours have gone by and you're like, what happened to the day? Uh, But it's really important to get out there and find out what's going on. See what people are up to. Take an interest in them. Not just, you know, on a work basis. Uh, and our agency, too, we also have a lot of volunteer opportunities here. Um, like I volunteered at a health fair at the mall for senior citizens last fall. And it just increases the visibility of our team. And, you know, people feel like they're getting to know us. It makes us more approachable. And for Healthcare Compliance Week last November, each of my team and I did bios and had our pictures taken. And we have various TV screens set up around the office. And so they ran little blurbs about us. It just, again, just, you know, people get to know who we are and they're not afraid to say, hi, Megan. Hi, Phyllis. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, April, et cetera. (laughs) They know who we are. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that totally makes sense. And your background as a nurse, uh, have you found that that comes in handy just in being able to speak the same language and you're not somebody that's descending from on high to enforce rules, but you're really somebody that, that knows what the day to day of what people are working for and what, and why you do what you do. You're not somebody who can't speak 
speak the same language or have, you know, sympathy for what somebody is actually trying to achieve in their job. Correct. And here at the agency, you know, most of the field care workers are social workers or RNs. So, yes, I I definitely remember what it was like to be in their shoes. And I understand that it could be such a delicate balance between, you know, keeping the, the regulators happy, and giving care to your patient or your member. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, I remember one time hearing a story and kind of reading a study about um, a, a playground, right, that was not surrounded by a fence and all the kids kind of just stayed in one very central area. But as soon as they put a fence up around the around the playground, kids felt free to kind of go and, you know, go all the way around and kind of test the boundaries of that playground. And I guess I've always just thought of, rules and regulations and and compliance in a similar way, right? That it gives everybody boundaries and an understanding, which can then help you help free you up to do your job to the best of your abilities, because you know what's expected and where the boundaries are. Yes, I agree with that. Can I borrow that at my next half education presentation? <laughs> that's a very good analogy. I like that. Yes, freely freely borrow that. But but yeah, that, that's that's how I've always thought about it. And, and so I, I think it really does set people up to, to do their best work because they understand exactly what's expected. Right. But, you know, it can be difficult. There's all this wonderful technology out there we have tablets and you can document as you're talking to your member. But I know that some of the caseworkers, that makes them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because they feel that they're losing that personal contact with the member if all they're doing is staring at their laptop and typing during the visit. Yeah, so that makes sense. It, it's a delicate balance. Yeah, there there is that balance to maintain, and uh, that that does make a lot of sense. Um, how do you kind of push through issues like that and really work with people when when it comes to those types of issues? Again, building that trust, and you need to make people feel comfortable approaching you with questions or concerns. If they don't feel comfortable approaching you with the little things, they're certainly not going to approach you with the big things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That that makes sense. So what do you think is the biggest maybe misconception when it comes to compliance? Is it simply just that people view you as the person that's there to, to punish them for when they for when something goes wrong? Or uh, is it something else? What, what, what would you say is the biggest misconception about compliance? I would say it's that perception that we're the police or mm-hmm. that we're out to get them in some way. And trust me, that is that is absolutely not the case. Um, I do not take any joy in, in giving someone a negative audit. Yeah, I, I really don't. What I want to do is, okay, you know, this audit score isn't where we'd like it to be. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Can I help you in some way? Maybe if you just did this instead of this, it would fulfill this requirement. Just to get them to see me as a teammate and and to my team here as, as teammates. We're not out to get anybody. We're here to make sure that we can keep the doors open and keep the contracts renewed so that we can continue to serve our members. Absolutely. And you really work as a cog with a lot of different um, aspects of the of the organization uh, there at Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging. You 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 mentioned earlier, you know how you are. You know, you, there's there's the board, there's the CEO, there's you know all the various people that you work with. And part of what you have to do is, I'm sure, kind of maintain and build relationships with everybody so that everybody has an understanding of what you do, and you have freedom to. Uh, to carry out your role to the best of your abilities, and so there's a lot of different areas, and like we mentioned, you're, you're juggling a lot of a lot of things all at once. Um, and, and so, how yes. do you how, how do you do that? How do you uh, maintain? sanity while while also knowing that you have to uh, you have so many different people that are answering to you and that you are working to make sure uh, stay happy some would argue I don't maintain sanity 
<laughs> no. Um, Outlook is my friend. Uh, my hardback day planner is my friend. Monday.com is my friend. I use that to manage my ever-growing to-do list uh, and to track you know, where the auditors are at with certain metrics, et cetera, that they're working on. Um, it's all about making full use of the tools. My team is great. Um, Lindsay, April, and Phyllis, shout out to you three um, for keeping me on track and reminding me, hey, you said you were going to get back to me about such and such. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they keep me honest. It's it's a great place. It's a great team, and it's a great place to work. Yeah, it's, it sounds like you have a an absolutely fascinating and, and just awesome team there to work with that um, that really all work together so well just to continue working towards this goal of allowing people to live where they want to live and to feel comfortable doing so. What does it mean to you to be able to be a part of that type of mission? You know, when I first started at the agency, I was an auditor, so I was very much all about the spreadsheets and. Last spring, I had the opportunity to travel to Columbus, the state capitol, for an advocacy day. And that was where my eyes were really opened. I think, wow, you know, this is, I'm a very small part of something that is so much bigger. It was it was just amazing to hear the stories, you know, from the coworkers who traveled with me and, you know, the, the stories our members shared. And it just, it was very humbling, really, to realize that I'm part of something that's you know so vital to to so many people mm. yeah yeah absolutely and uh megan just kind of as we uh start to wrap things up um I, I was wondering if i could just give you the floor to share anything that you want to share about compliance and maybe dispel any myths or any uh misconceived notions or anything like that about compliance and privacy and what you do uh with anybody who's listening you know what 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 message would you share to those people and uh and what what would you like to say just to kind of uh squash any uh any bad thoughts towards compliance <laughs> Um, again, as I, as I have been saying, and I will continue to say till my dying day, uh, compliance is not the police. We are not out to get you. We are all on the same team. We are here to ensure that or remains open and continues to do what it does best, which is serve the people that are in need. And rules and regs exist for a reason. And I am not the one who makes those rules and regs. Because <laughs> sometimes there tends to be a tendency to shoot the messenger, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, really what it boils down to is, okay, yes, I know this rule is in place. Here is why. Mm. It, it, it creates more buy-in, I think, if you can give a backstory on why the rule is important. Definitely. Um, I know in my days as a hospital surveyor, I, I had to do that quite frequently and with some pretty, you know, some pretty heart-wrenching stories. And if that was what it took sometimes to make people go, ah, that's why we do that this way. So there is a reason for what we do, what we do. There is a method in the madness. It may not be always apparent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know also that you're a mom, so I'm sure you've been asked the, the why question quite a bit. Oh, uh, over, yes. <laughs> over the years. Yes. <laughs> why? Why? But yeah, no, I, I do think that that's a really important aspect is giving people a why behind why these regulations and rules are in place. And sometimes, like you mentioned, you don't, you don't make the rules. And so sometimes there might be something that doesn't make sense to one person, but you you can kind of explain that reasoning. And I think that that's, that's really valuable, like you mentioned. Yeah. It, like I said, you know, it, going back to my days when I was a hospital surveyor, yeah, if people understand why they're doing something, they're more apt to do it. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, Megan Nelson, senior not just because I said so. <laughs> 
that, doesn't work as a mom, doesn't work as a compliance <laughs> officer or a surveyor. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that being used um, on me as a kid. And so I can, I can definitely, <laughs> uh, I can attest to that. But uh, Megan Nelson, Senior Compliance and Privacy Officer for Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging. Thank you so much for joining me today, talking a little bit more about compliance. And hopefully we've, uh, we've put to rest any of those, uh, those scaries that come with the word compliance and that sort of thing uh, today. So thank you once again so much for joining me. Thank you, Tyler. It's good to be here. And everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. For more episodes of Western Reserve Area Agency on Aging's podcast, you can head to their website. You can also subscribe to this podcast channel for more, uh, and you'll be able to see previous episodes as well as future episodes. Once again, everybody, thank you for listening. I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. We'll be back soon with more episodes, but until then, have a great day. 